welcome to another episode of beautiful podcast Razzle Dazzle, uh, a podcast about the video games and pop culture with an emphasis on the video games. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm your lovely host, Patrick. And that's our sound guy, Joe. Hello, hello. <laughs> that's a bit. <laughs> now we do it uh, right here, folks. We are halfway into Halloween season, spooky season. Halloween is only next week. Guys, Dude, I keep talking about Halloween just because of how excited I am, and mm-hmm. uh, my parents, growing up very uh, conservative Christian, ooh, are very ooh. much like trying to accommodate my fun while also being very uncomfortable. And so it's really great when I'm like, "Yeah, let's go Halloween," and my parents are like, "Yeah, but you know, do it safely and uh, <laughs> don't 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 involve the demons." And I'm like, "Right, I'm gonna get demons if I want demons." Hey, oh, <laughs> my first time trick or treating was when I was 15, dude. I was 15 for my first time trick-or-treating because I never had the uh, opportunity. Or I did have the opportunity, but I just, I guess, wasn't allowed to when I was younger. You know, because my, my family is also Christian. And my, especially, like, on my mom's side, they're, like, very heavy on that stuff. So, like, you know. But then, but then. Um, for my, me, it was really the opposite where, oh, like, okay. I, I grew up being allowed to trick-or-treat and stuff like that. And then my parents came into faith. Uh, later on in their lives, like when Came I was, to faith. Uh, when I was like eight or nine, that's the that's that's what we Christians use for like the in, special little in your terms. high schools. Um, did you guys ever have like uh, I don't know, like a spirit week or oh, something? Yeah. Right before like, Halloween, exactly. And and there's like a day where you get to wear your costumes in school and stuff, like an actual we Halloween that, day. We did that for homecoming week, as we sort of had like themes for each day before homecoming. Okay. But Halloween, no. I think part of it is because I went to a Christian high school. Oh. So that probably could be it. But okay. um, no. But I would still go pretty all out for our for. I would coming. go. I would go all out for one day because we had four different days for dress up. Oh. Um, and like each day had a different theme. Oh right, like but nerds, I would go eighties. Yeah, basically, right. and I would go all out for one of the days. Okay. So uh, what ended up happening is like I don't remember what it was because high school was a while back, and I don't honestly like remembering high school. <laughs> um, Can't but blame I re- you. I remember. Oh, it was. I, I don't remember which year it was, but we had a superheroes day. Oh okay. And uh, one of my friends dressed up as a mermaid man, and I dressed up as Barnacle, Barnacle Boy. Boy. Oh, oh you're gosh. tall and, and yep. skinny. And, and he stuff. was and he was short and wider, um, so it was beautiful. That's a good idea. And then um, that's awesome. Let's write then, that down. <laughs> <laughs> and then the judges came up to us uh, at the end because it's basically your homeroom chooses who goes to the competition oh, okay. and during lunch. And during lunch, uh, went up to us and uh, the the guy put the mic towards me and uh, I was like, uh, looked at my friend. And I'm like, can I do this? And he's like, yeah. And so I go and I'm like, we are Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. That's awesome. And uh, so, please tell me your friend was like, evil, evil. He please, was, he wasn't that dedicated to the bit. Ah, damn. Um, yeah. I I don't know I don't know how he is now. I haven't caught up with him, but you know maybe one day, maybe today, he's the type of person who'd go with the bit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, whenever whenever it's like the Halloween dress up day uh, in school for me, like for for the nerds day, I. That's already me, you know. I'm cool with that. Uh, and but for Halloween, um, I'll, I'll do like the most basic thing I could do, right? So it's basically what I'm wearing right now: a, a shirt, a pullover shirt, button-up jeans or whatever, right? But my little twist on that for Halloween would to have um, I have I have Pokeballs. Like I have actual toy Pokeballs that yeah, open yeah. up and I can put Pokemon, like my Pokemon stuffs 
or stuffed animals or, or whatever toys inside them. So I'll be a Pokemon trainer um, for Halloween, and I'll have and I have like a little shirt pocket, and I'll have one of my Pokemon in here as like my partner Pokemon. Usually it'll be my Totodile, and like some other Pokemon and the Pokeballs and stuff. It was great. It's like it's like it's it's just enough, but it's not too much. Yeah, like one to two years ago, I don't remember. I dressed up as uh, Ash Ketchum. Oh okay. Um, See, I never try to be a specific trainer. I just try to be like my own. I, I just, I don't know. I like it. I like the the older Pokemon Ash Ketchum look. I get it. Um, but I did it without the hat, so a lot of people didn't huh. recognize it because yeah. it didn't have time to buy the hat. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at like I managed to work my hair at the time so that it could look like that messy. It's I don't know if you ever seen Ash Ketchum without a hat. Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> he looks real goofy. Yeah. And I really went for. Oh, I even look. have I even have like a Pokedex. Like an actual working Pokedex, because I had it oh, since I was shoot. a kid, and it has like, uh, like a till from Gen One to Gen Three Pokemon in it, and it was and even has like its own mini games. I could get go through the Pokedex, selecting every Pokemon. And so it's super dope. Joe, I, what did you well, just? Like I only, as? uh, well for the Halloween days, my junior year, I went for Clark Kent. Oh, basic go-to for a white man, um, <laughs> just the glasses and, and a shirt and tie. And it, like what I did was I had the Superman shirt underneath and it, the dress shirt unbuttoned so you could totally see it. Right. Uh, and I was like, hey, what's up? I'm Clark Kent. Have y'all seen Superman? Where is he? <laughs> and then for my senior year, that was when um, Venom just came out Ooh. and I dressed up as him. Basically, I just had a black undershirt and a mask on my hand and a gray hoodie underneath with like, you know. Eddie Brock in that movie, he wears a gray hoodie with right, everything. Right. And the guy comes over and he speaks on his shoulder. And it's like, I had a finger puppet Venom, hand puppet <laughs> Venom. Nice. And it was really cool. Would you guys, it would didn't you guys, look that good, but I, I enjoyed it. If you can, like, go back, would you guys, like, do your Halloween stuff in, like, your Halloween costume in prom if you want? Ooh. Because I've been to two proms. My current Halloween costume that I did last year and I'm going to do again this year? Yes. Because my current Halloween costume right now, it's 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 a uh, Claude from Fire Emblem Three Houses. It's um, it's not. He just matches my look. It's not the main character from Karen, or Catherine, excuse me. Uh no, although that guy <laughs> also matches my look. Maybe I should try doing him sometime. What's I'm just saying. I always forget his name. It it doesn't. I don't know, dude. <laughs> but uh, why no, do you bring nobody, up prom, Jerry? Nobody is there to watch the guy. Everybody's there to watch the Catherines. Um, well, <laughs> prom is something. Uh, we all dread usually after, but then there's a stereotype for high school being prom is the most important, most special day of your life. It's kind of lame for me. It's not. It's that period of three weeks where you're young and unafraid and you go to try to persuade some of your eight most charismatic classmates to go out with you to monster prom. And for those of you who already know what I'm talking about, we're talking about Monster Prom, a, Hold on a beautiful indie game. Oh, oh, holding on. Hold on. You had eight people to choose from? Uh Oh, in, in my actual life? Uh, Must be nice. <laughs> I, I honestly would say I had, like, depending on the year, I had, like, two depending people. Depending on the year. Look at this guy. But Player. I was happily taken for both. <laughs> um, my, my, school, my school allowed freshmen and sophomores to go. Um, yeah. and my as long as you pay. My freshman year, no idea what I was doing. Um, I never do. This And then, uh, like, two weeks before, uh, this girl sat in front of me in biology class, 
turn around with the poster and did the prom poster because it was the it was whatever it's called where the girls ask the guys. Sure. I was lost. I didn't know what I was doing, so I was just like, "Oh, I can't make it. My parents are making me do a thing that weekend." And everyone's like, "Oh," and she was like, uh, "Okay," and she turned around and I felt so bad and I was like, "Wait," so, but but I thought at the time it's like, "Oh, that's just how it is." But it turns out for those of you listening who don't know what you need to do. You're supposed to say yes and then later on confront them privately so and tell them that you can't make it or you don't want to make it or whatever. So it can, it's a lot less awkward. Take notes, audience. Take notes. Um, I didn't know that my freshman year, so that happened. Sophomore year, uh, based off my experiences of homecoming, I didn't really want to go to prom. And then that kind of continued on, and I never really went to prom. At least you got a prom proposal. Like, honestly, for me, it didn't matter because at the time I was taken. So, And I think when you're taken, what's the – I don't see, like, a big point of doing a promposal because you already know you're going with that person. No, everybody I knew who was taken still did promposals for the oh, fun yeah. of it. For, for the fun of it, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, you I'm both just, clearly just didn't care about each other. I. <laughs> That's another episode, folks. It's getting too <laughs> but real. But anyway, we're this talking about Monster Prom, which is a lot real. easier if you know how to play video games because the goal of this game is to ask one of your eight most charismatic classmates to you with you in your class to prom uh, based off of spending time with them and raising your stats to be the stats that they like. And you get to choose between eight both literal and sometimes figurative monsters. Uh, For example, you have Scott uh, Howell, which is a werewolf. Uh, He's also very stupid. Jock. (laughs) And and he's the stereotypical jock. Um, Then you have uh, Miranda Vanderbilt, who is a uh, mer princess of a mer kingdom, so mermaid. A uh, redhead for Joe. Yep, that's <laughs> the one I went for. Who is uh, who's also a dictator. Yes, sir. Um, well, yeah, princess Dream there, woman yeah. right there. Uh, you have uh, Calculester, who is a robot, a recently sentient robot, uh, who's just a really nice guy. He's honestly the nicest person you, in the entire cast. I'm just going to point out the bit. Calculester. Calculator. Lester. Calculester, the yep. best name pun in this in this entire game. Uh, it's beautiful. Um, you have Vera Oberlin, who is a Gorgon, think like Medusa, mm-hmm. um, who is also who's basically your evil capitalist. Um, who is voiced by Christina V. I love her. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, you have this four left. Um, Polly Geist, who is Geist. Uh, always my favorite. I'm sure. Uh, who is a ghost who's all into party, sex, and drugs. And your favorite? Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Don't forget about Damien. Uh, there is Damien LaVey, who is literally just a violent demon. That Bad is boy. <laughs> Voiced by Nate Wants to Battle. Love him, too. I, I agree. He's, he's He makes some good music. Um, we have uh, Zoe something who is a eldritch deity who's super into fan fictions and uh, little cheese romance stories. Nerdy girl stereotype. Basically. Um, and I'm missing one. Uh, Liam. Liam, whatever his last the name The guy is. you were trying to go the with. hipster vampire. Uh, I was going with him at first, but then Damien really wanted to spend time with me, so I ended up going with Damien. That's messed up. You just, like, threw him out, dude. We did a playthrough yesterday, uh, the day before this recording, yeah. and so I could show them the game, get them a gist of it before we do the, did this episode. Mm-hmm. And, I loved uh, it. Well, yeah, I was about to say, what are your thoughts? I fell in love with it. It makes me want... It ma- that's the kind of game that makes me wish I had a PC and patience. 
<laughs> because I would love to be able to 100% it. I would love to be able to, but I just don't have the time. Yeah, or it is. the game. Uh, <laughs> what the what platforms are it available on? It's uh, on Microsoft Windows, OS X, Linux, and the Switch. It's on the Switch. Yeah, mm. it is on the Switch. It it recently came out on a Switch on May 21st, 2020. Maybe I might get a Switch after all. Hey, <laughs> hey! Uh, if this is the game that sells you on the Switch before Platinum, <laughs> Pokemon Platinum Remake, then, not gonna happen. Wow, it's not gonna happen. That's a but that's another for, for another day. Another day. But anyway, so the charm of this game is that it is a competitive. Uh, dating simulator to where essentially you're playing with your friends and you have this cast of eight characters and sometimes you may each go for different people but sometimes two of you may be interested in the same person there's a little rivalry of trying to get your stats up and spend time with the person and eventually ask them <laughs> to prom Joe uh, is throwing me daggers <laughs> yeah we had a situation where uh, Jared was playing very randomly and that like, randomness okay, okay. see I wanted to spice it up, right? Because you were going after a certain person, but it changed, right? Yes. Joe was going for a specific person. and From the he start was, to the end. Yeah, he was, like, dedicated to Miranda. her. Miranda. And for me, I wanted, I wanted to switch things up and be like, you know what? Let me get a coin. Let me get a random number generator and see how this goes. Uh, eventually, um, there's, like, one point where we were in the cafeteria and we were, like, picking on what tables to go to. Right, and your turn was first. My turn was first, so I had you guys pick a number between one through four because there's four tables, and you'd pick two, you pick three. So I'm like, okay, one or four. I flipped the coin; it landed on four. But whenever I flip a coin, I'm going for the opposite choice, and I uh -huh. picked the first table, and that was where your girl was at. Likely story. So <laughs> whenever, I, so there are. There's a bunch of different phases of uh, the game, or you have two different phases. You have class time and lunch time. During class time, or I guess we'll go with lunch time because that's what we're talking about right now. During lunch time, there's a bunch of people at a bunch of different tables. Only one player can sit at a table at a time. Uh, and when you sit at a table, uh, it is either the shop, which is a place you can buy stuff to raise your stats. Um, it is a side character who, through conversation, you can raise one of your stats. Or it is one of the cast of eight. Um, with that, uh, with that one of the cast of eight, if you sit at the table with them, uh, nobody else can sit at that table, and you get to basically interact with them in a way where you get two options. Whichever option you choose raises your hearts with that person. So if you choose, if you're at a table with uh, Vera and Miranda, um, if you choose the option that uh, appeases uh, Miranda, then you'll get hearts with her. Um, and your goal is to get hearts and stats to the person you like. And But the charm of this game, one, is that it's a competitive dating similar you're going to compete with your friends. Two, we I like doing a house rule whenever I host this game where uh, we simply uh, get together and we, ha we all have to voice at least two characters, preferably more. So, um, for example, I picked up the voices of uh, Zoe, the eldritch cutie fanfic girl, uh, so I talked very much like uh, the this, this, and right. it was very fun. And then, like somebody like uh, I don't know if you guys want to humiliate I, yourselves with your voices. I I um I ended up having to voice Miranda, which was uh, Joe's girl, mm -hmm. the the mermaid princess, and I did like a a very high pitch uh, prissy schoolgirl type of yeah. deal. I don't remember who else I voiced. I don't remember. Oh, oh I, I, I was voicing Alucard. Oh, yeah, Dimitri. So he's yeah, one of yeah, the side yeah. characters. He's a vampire as well as uh, Liam. 
But he, uh, he uh, apparently his whole thing is that he's just he wants you to join he's the dark evil. side, and he's also hot. See, if if he would have said join the dark side, we have cookies, I would have been like, bet, let's do it. You know. <laughs> I voiced Damien, the one that Patrick ended up with, and yeah. I just did a, a muscle man voice from regular show. <laughs> I, I felt like that was appropriate. And then I also voiced the um, Medusa girl. Vera that, Oberlin. Yeah, that would have been my backup right. if Jared had succeeded in I'm, stealing Miranda from me. It was not going to happen. You know, I, I ended up going... Uh, because of your randomness yes. in choosing answer prompts, yeah. your stats dropped. Because there's also the class time period of the game. And with the class time period of the game, you have a bunch of different locations in the map. And once again, if somebody goes to a location, you can't go there as well. And each location raises your stats. There's the stats of smarts, boldness, creativity, fun, charm, and money. See, I was trying to get my charm up because I think I'm a very charming person. So I'm like, okay, let's try to do this. But then you kept taking... The I gym, because it gives you that, and I'm like, well, all right, yeah. I don't know then. Because I, I kept, I kept getting the first turn a lot, but I would also get the last turn a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how, and we'll get how turns are decided later. But so in this class time period, you get to choose these different places, and the fun of the game is that when you choose different places, you choose different people to sit with. Every single time, it's a new situation, and when you do different playthroughs, you only get like two or three that like are or from your last playthrough, mm. um, or something like that. Sometimes it's more depending on how long you've played the game. But essentially, you always get these new situations where it's all the characters interacting in different ways. So, like, for example, one day you may run into uh, Vera and Damien in the bathrooms, and they're, or I guess let's do one that we did last night. So we had uh, mm, somebody went to the lunch table with uh, Miranda and Polly, and uh, Miranda... Uh, is trying to figure out how Tinder works. Mm. Oh, oh, right. That, um, that was that, that was, was Joe. Yeah, was he was going because for she's girl. she's nobility. She's very sheltered. She doesn't know what's going on, but she wants the the classic uh, fairy tale romance. And Polly is just she knows how Tinder works, mm. <laughs> and so Miranda's asking her about oh, can she find love on Tinder? And uh, Polly's just like, yeah, I guess. And then you go through the situation, and you end up having to make a decision. This decision will uh, is one that's based off your stats. You either you have to choose a decision based off what stat of yours is higher, and depending on if you do good or bad in your choice, what will happen next is either good or bad. Um, I believe I don't remember what ended up happening with that he, one. He uh, Joe told or was like Joe was saying to Miranda that like he will show her how Tinder works and he will like oh yeah help her it, out take like selfies of her yeah, yeah. Help, help her take her selfies uh. um, and then they ended up being as the game described very hot selfies mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and he he, he got he got he definitely got some hearts from that one oh, I'm sure I he did, did. Uh, <laughs> see okay I'm gonna um, one thing that kind of like threw me off about the game um, personally is uh, there are a lot of options right there are a lot of different characters to pick from but like that first interaction really matters I guess because um, I wasn't sold on Zoe because that's what the game was trying to get me to to go with and I'm like I don't really want this person but uh, because of that first choice I made to uh, I don't know interact with her the game was like okay so you're gonna go with her okay I understand so here for every situation for the rest of the game Zoe's gonna pop up Good luck. 
And I'm like, I don't want that. I want somebody. I want to meet other characters. Yeah. So the game, the game has sort of algorithm things that yeah. decide who you mm. run into. That's something I'm, I'm um, not like particularly turned was, on about. Yeah. Part of it was based off your quiz answers. So at the beginning of the game, in order to right. decide your beginning stats, they do a fun little quiz, which is just uh, you answer like, uh, so what's your favorite? What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? And each option relates to like uh, one of the characters, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, mm-hmm. This wasn't one that we had, but like uh, I know that Zoe's favorite ice cream option is like uh, izukimi or something like that, which has to do with like tentacles. Um, uh, okay. And then, uh, so, and then like uh, Calculester's favorite ice cream topping is plutonium. Nice. Uh, just goofy options like right. that. But then, uh, so based off those quiz answers, you get your stats, but it also gives you your hearts. And the game puts people interacting with you based off what your hearts are. And because of your random interactions, uh, you're you ended up getting a lot of hearts with Zoe, and so the mm. game saw that you were getting a lot of hearts with Zoe, and you're like, okay, let's keep let's keep giving him Zoe. Yeah. I mean, just to be completely honest, from what I have seen, I wasn't really sold on a lot of characters. You know, I did I wasn't really like, oh, I'm gonna go for that person. But in hindsight, like looking at it now, looking at the cast and who did what, like as the voice acting, Damien did or Name Wants to Battle did Damien, Christina V did Vera. I, if I would have known that prior, you would have gone for Damien or Vera. Yeah, for sure. Just because of you know the people I know who voice acted them. Even even Jesse Cox, but, the producer of this game, who's a great YouTuber. He works with Tovg Normal Boots, right? He he produced this game, but he was also a character Blob. But we didn't even get to see him. Like there's a lot of yeah, characters a lot we of side, did not get to. A see. A lot of the side characters are really circumstantial. Like right. uh, Dimitri was a side character we ran into. But the thing is with the voice acting in this game is that it's like. It's not really there. It's no. more so like somebody will say something right before just like a like one the, liner. the text show up. Yeah. Because it's really a text-based game. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a dating simulator. It's a dating sim. Um, but essentially, you go through these games, you get all these like funny situations that go on. Sometimes if you buy items, the situations that will happen will be based off your items. Like there's a Bob Ross painting. There's a Bob Ross painting, but there the, all the event items will influence like the way things happen. Sure, sure. Uh, there was one playthrough I was playing uh, two days ago where uh, I was with my friends and I was like, uh, I've been playing this game a while. I haven't done, I haven't bought a corpse before because there's a corpse you can buy for five uh, money in the game. That's <laughs> the currency is not five like dollars. Bucks. It's not dollars, though. No, not. I'm not saying bucks as in dollars. I'm saying bucks as in the actual animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. For all we know. <laughs> yeah. But, so yeah. I bought a corpse for five bucks, and then uh, four people from the school ran into me, uh, Vera, Liam, Damien, and uh, Polly, and they're all like, yo, why are you, <laughs> why do you have a corpse? And I, are, is that really I had the to make... weirdest thing in a in a monster high. Is that really the weirdest? Well, they were thing? mad. At, some of them were mad at me because the corpse was smelly. Because the corpse was smelly. Some of them were mad at me because it's just impractical. Some of them are impractical, dead. Impractical to carry a corpse around. Is Polly was just drunk, so her whole gist was she was just there, and she just kept going like, whoa, you have a corpse? Also, I'm drunk. <laughs> and so that was the bit with her. But eventually, I convinced them. Oh, this corpse here? Because I had high charm. I was like, this corpse here? Fashion accessory. And they were like, you know what? It I can see that. I put I put the corpse on my head. And it became a fashion accessory. Mm. It became a fashion accessory all around the world. The next encounter I had, um, they were wearing it. My personal assistant Scott Howell, your uh, personal assistant, look at to- you. Told me that some guy named uh, Fyodor Fedora <laughs> wrote an article in Vogue talking about how uh, corpses are very much not fashion statements and may be illegal. So. I had high creativity. Vogue, not vague. It was Vogue. But 
I had high creativity, so I challenged him to a journalistic duel to the death. Wow. And I wrote a piece talking about how fedoras are basically illegal and very much out of fashion. Right. And it was so good that I want a Pulitzer and beat him to death with it. Good job. Um, that's awesome. See, one thing that that's that I like about this game is that there's a lot of wackiness going on. There's, like, hundreds of different endings, hundreds of different paths to go to. And, yeah, it's just pure wacky, pure nonsense. It's nothing Nothing makes sense. Yeah, that's not, it's not the point. Already, you're, it's, it's a monster. The, the game's called Monster Prom. You're in a high school filled with monsters. That already doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, like, whatever, dude, you know? The, the developers and, 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 and the writers really, like, went all out. I mean, they're just like doing whatever. They they didn't even they this game like even makes a lot of pop culture references. You know, there's even some that I didn't understand. You know, and I'm like, what what does this even mean? And they they bring in like they they even talk about other companies like Spotify or, or whatever, Reddit and stuff. It, they they <laughs> like really didn't care, but they care enough to make it funny. As in, they didn't care yeah. like what they said. Yeah, because. And it, they're having fun with it, and you know? it's, it's its own sense of humor too, where it's constantly yeah. subverting your expectations of yeah. what will happen. Yeah. Um, like for example, you you talk to—I don't remember what the context was around it—but you're talking to Damien, and you're trying to figure out some sort of uh, food to give him. That like you're trying to—he's talking about food, and you're trying to get a food that Damien would like. One of the options that pops knives up: knives soup. Knife soup. It's just a bowl. With knives. Yep. Damien loves it because he's, he's a demon who just likes knives and murder mm-hmm. and They all fire. have their own po- uh, personalities, and they're very, like, uh, they lean heavy towards them. Yeah, You yeah. know, like, very stereotypical stuff, but that's, like, them to an extreme. Yeah. You know? And so the goal of this game, you go and you're interacting with all these characters, and eventually you arrive at the day before Monster Prom, where you ask your person that you've been working for this entire time to go to Monster Prom, and you have two reactions that happen. They either say yes mm-hmm. in a very uh, yes way and you go <laughs> and you and you end up going to prom and there's like this whole story surrounding it and it's very cute and uh, you get like this little picture at the end or you get uh, denied in a very no way where you get shot down and you become mm-hmm. so sad yeah. and it describes you go through your sadness in a very sad way. Like yeah. you got shot down and uh-huh. uh, uh, Jared, and your shot down reaction was that you never really ended up succeeding at anything, except there was that one time you won uh, America's Got Talent, yep. but it was because of how bad you you were so talented yep. at not finding love, yep. which was very sad. Which is very real. Um, see, Aww. like, like that's what you get for going with my girl. Listen, all right. See, I think it's funny because that that's what that's that's what I wanted this to be. I wanted to be like. Let's see what happens, right? So I got to choose random number generator, one through nine. Pick mm-hmm. one. Boom. I got five. five. And that just so happens to be just your so girl. It just so happens. It just so happens, happens to be your girl, I dude. believe it. Totally. <laughs> you were there. Uh-huh. You were there. You it, saw me do it. I didn't see your so, random ge- number generator. But, Joey, right. you still ended up getting your girl. Of course I did. I, I picked her. And, yeah, of course, I knew how she was going to say no. You know, yeah. mm. but like that's that's just that's just reflects. You know, I'm I'm just bad at women. I'm just uh, bad with women. There is also they always say no to me. For all I know, your random number generator <laughs> said screw Joe, but you failed, <laughs> and I, I succeeded. Failed. I got with Miranda. That's all I'm gonna. That's all it is when it comes to women for me. It's all failures. Aw, don't say that. 
Just but in other ones. news, yeah. Um, and then you so guys got to have the time of your lives. You committing uh, we arson. Had, I got I got to commit arson and crimes with my beloved Damien. You got to have your very fairy tale prom with uh, Miranda, even though you're very sure that a lot of people there were paid actors by her royalty parents. But you know, it was still fun. Yeah. Um. You just you you got sad. Uh, Jared that's just that's sad. like all the time. But there are that's also secret endings and secret. So every there's secret endings related to characters and events and etc. Um. Recent today I was playing through to try to get one of those so I could talk about it. Um. So spoilers for uh, Polly's secret ending. Um. If anybody actually cares. Um. So she approaches you if you're on the track to like go to prom with her and your stats are good and the game's algorithm says that you can probably land the secret ending. Uh, Polly will approach you and be like, "Hey, so by the way, the reason why I'm ghost, I'm a ghost, is because I really want to pull off a sex move called the Reverse Romanian Wilkinson. Um, uh, so I need you to get the stuff for that so we can do it." And I'm like, "All right. So what do you, what do I need to do? I need to buy a ten dollar or a ten money mask in the shop, a penguin mask. Um, I need to get marbles, um, which I ended up getting from uh, the coven, uh, who didn't want to explain why they knew what the Reverse Romanian Wilkinson was." Um, and then I got the ton, the ton of guac, the ton of guacamole that you need from uh, Liam. And then I asked Liam, oh, why do you know what the reverse Romanian Wilkinson is? He's like, oh, I'm a vampire. I've lived for centuries. Fair I enough. definitely know what a reverse Romanian Wilkinson is. And I ended up using the fact that he knew what it was to blackmail him into giving me the guacamole or else I'd tell everybody that he knew what it was. I mean, okay. And so I got the guacamole. I got the marbles. Sure. And I got the... Uh, the penguin mask and then I ask uh, Polly to, to monster prom and she's like yes and then you get a secret little piece of artwork of her showing the position uh, no actually it's just oh. her laying down in the nude but she's covering her covering herself with her arm um, and she's got marbles in front of her mm. a penguin mask to the side of her head mm. um, and there's, there's a little bowl of guac uh, but it turns out that's not even the reason why she's a ghost. She just wanted to do the reverse Romanian Wilkinson. With you. Ooh. With me. Congratulations. You you <laughs> did more than Dan Anchorite did in the first Ghostbusters. Congrats. <laughs> oh, boy. Da, 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 Congrats. Da, da, da. But, uh, yeah, so there's secret endings as well, which are all really charming in their own ways. I only have, like, three or two of them. Uh, one of them my brother got with uh, Damien, but I don't remember what it was. It ends up being like you go to some fight and Damien wins, um, but I don't remember the context. But, yeah, so there's secret endings, which are also very, very fun. There's a lot of replayability in this game. And there's just the fact that there's a lot of replayability and there's side characters that are very rare to come across. Mm-hmm. But when you do, they're all really charming. And that gets me into last piece of this, our game. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, so this game is called How Would This Monster Act in High School, where I've listed five different monsters, and if they were to be in this game, give me like a little bit about how their personality, how they would act. Would they be in the top eight charismatic? Who knows? Uh, but that's for you guys to decide. So our first monster here is a dragon. Mm. I, he's going to be like a very uh, – he's like an, an Igor. It's like he's he's a drag. Get it? He's, he's a dragon. He's going to be a drag. <laughs> Okay. Through every uh, encounter, he's he's just a downer. He's a Debbie Downer. He's a drag. Okay. Because he's a dragon. I think he's like gonna be one of the ones that don't really fit in, you know. Okay. Uh, kind of aloof, maybe self-conscious about you know he's a whole dragon that's huge, and he's going to high school with humans. I think he would be a size character as well, but I think you'd have a lot of tech, uh, um, interactions with Vera. 
due to the fact that dragons are really greedy. They got their hordes of gold. So I feel so like you're saying he's gonna be a fat kid that eats a lot and just hogs said, all the food. I said greedy, <laughs> but I mean he could be. But you say he's gonna be a big boy. I mean he could. Well, be. I mean he's a form of Boom. greed. Dragon, huh? dragons are big boys. It's true. But um, yeah. So those are all pretty good. <laughs> Next up, we have an oni. If you guys don't know what I, an oni is, it's basically your boogeyman, boogie woman, uh, in like uh, Jap- I think it's Japanese called. I don't know. But um, it'd basically be like, oh, you better behave, or the oni will come in the night and get you. He's he that person's gonna be like, like the the school prankster, the class clown type of deal, and and the way he like or they scare people is like uh, Eustace from Courage puts on a mask and goes, booga booga booga, <laughs> you know? Okay, okay. I actually think the opposite. I think it's like, oh, you better behave or the Oni's going to get you. I think he's going to be the teacher's pet. Oh. Like the hall monitor or something. I like that oh, a lot. Okay. You better not be running in class. Or else I'm something. telling. I'll tell on Mrs. Ghost <laughs> Is lady. this really demon-looking dude with, like, glasses on? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. All right, next up we have a tree ant, which is a living tree. Arbor. His name is Arbor. All he does is stand around and yell at people to get off his lawn. (laughs) Arbor. So he doesn't even go to class. He just shows up on campus, finds his little spot, and tells people to go away. Yep. I think he would do okay at school. Okay. Okay. Nah, he'd be like the really (laughs) chill guy, like, you know, yeah, just... Take it easy. He's, he's the stoner. He's the stoner. He's the stoner. I believe in energy. He's that guy. Uh, yeah. He's so the stoner. <laughs> the tree ant is so the stoner. All right. Next up, we have the one that you guys proposed, uh, a rock, which is a mythological very giant bird. <laughs> a rock. Uh, it attacks people by picking them up, flying very high, and dropping them. Um, when I think of birds, I think of scavengers. So that one kid that just runs around like looking for stuff that people drop and just like... The second it hits the floor, <laughs> oh, mine. He, yeah, yeah. He's like the porcupine from Jungle Book. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he, he's, he's that kid that's, that's like very like schizo, I guess, and and like he avoids confrontation, but like he always knows everybody's business. You know, uh, it's like one he, of those type of guys. He's, he's, con- he's, he's a peeper, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I like it. Um, and then lastly, we have our mimic which is a monster that portrays itself as common household objects such as tables, he, chests. Or they will always be in the bathroom stalls. Yeah, the peeping Tom. Yeah, that's the peeping Tom for sure. Like translucent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's very easy. All right. Well, that was <laughs> how would this monster be in high school? That's awesome. Overall, you guys, you guys did pretty good on that I one. I think so. I think we, we I are like, very creative. I like, I like all the – Our creativity <laughs> has went up by five. Yeah. Five points. But I mean, so going back to just the monsters in this game, we had there's some really good monsters. Just, there's some that didn't end up making the cut due to time. There's mm-hmm. uh, the, the one that I talked about with you guys, how I really wanted in the game. There's a animated suit of armor, like a soul knight or whatever. Yeah, he seems uh, cool. Which is very cool. much like how do you do fellow kids? And he dresses mm-hmm. like it. And I really wanted that character to be in the game. But if he is, I haven't run into him. Yo, what's up, swiggity swiggity swag? <laughs> I am Oni, about to kick. The bag. He's like that type of guy. <laughs> Basically. And at the end of the game, you do get a little school portrait of all of the characters, uh, all the student characters, yeah. and Coach yeah. um, uh, all together. Could you ask Coach out to prom? Uh, you cannot ask Coach out <laughs> oh. to That will be weird. Unless it's a funny. secret ending. That will be funny. Uh, but I was pl- when I was playing today, uh, Coach was trying to get uh, Liam and Miranda to do uh, – or Liam and Polly to like – Excuse me? <laughs> 
uh, Liam and Polly oh, okay. to to do Good. stuff in uh in gym class. Do stuff. Just not sit around doing nothing like any any PE coach would do. And right. so we came up with a beautiful plan mm. where we're just like, oh. We completely forgot. Today is best coach in the world day, and we're wow. celebrating you. Wow. And Polly just pulls up confetti out of nowhere and goes, congrats. And wow. he's like, wow, I feel so honored. <laughs> and, that, and they got out of class. Coach is, coach is one of the, my favorite characters in the game. Wow. Um, but, yeah, so you have the school portrait at the end of everybody, all the characters you can interact with. Um, and then you go. it goes, and at the end, it, uh, it, it talks about, like, wow, that was Monster Prom. It seemed like such a big deal, but it ended up not being once it ended. And then it talks about the futures of three different characters uh, when you end up playing. For us, it was uh, Polly ended up being... I think it was Polly? No. Um, we had Miranda, who ended up... Uh, I don't know what she Starting did. Starting a non-profit for countries that don't have a monarchy. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, so that they can have a monarchy. We had Damien, who ended up punching his anger to death. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a book about it. Um, and then we had uh, somebody else who we didn't even interact with that much, so it doesn't matter. So tell us Zoe. Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't yeah. remember what it was. I don't know. But uh, at the end, it show it does it like reminisces, and it goes, "Man, those were three three very great weeks." But you were young and unafraid, and we still had so much to go on to. And then the game ends, and the game zooms out from that picture frame, showing a few other picture frames. And music starts to play, mm-hmm. and this music is very much uh, like high school getaway music. I I think of like uh, Ferris Bueller Breakfast Club. Here we go. See, there, there it is. is. There it is. And it's uh, so this is the one for the uh, second term, the DLC that you buy. Yeah. Um, which I think is which is my favorite. Um, and you go and the song music starts playing at the end. There's picture frames of all the yeah. characters doing different things, interacting yeah. with each other, so you can get more personality. See, I rather I rather hear this than um, like for every graduation or at the end of prom or whatever in high school, they'll put the song. Um, I don't the, the graduation walk song. I guess it's it, like that, like royal music kind of thing. That's no, like, it's like it's like um, a song reminiscing about the past, like. Oh, I yeah. will remember. I got that a lot. Yeah, I hated it. I hate it. This sucks. is awesome. So, something like this is very much like reminiscing on old time, just having good times sort of thing. And the pictures that shows are very much showing that. Uh, at the end, you get a unique picture based on uh, somebody who ended up winning the game. Yeah. Uh, if anybody does. Yeah. Um, I think I think this song so far, sums up uh, the game pretty well. Oh, yeah. It, it's and it's showing the pictures of everybody interacting at the end, and it's, it, it makes it makes it really sells the end of the game. Because even if you had a rough game, when this part of the game happens, you go uh, you look at some of your other friends who had a good time in this game, and they're all jamming out to the song, and everyone's having a good time, and man, it's it sells you. And then it makes it kind of makes you want to play again. But it is a long game, mm-hmm. so you end up kind of like, oh. well, yeah, it, it's as long as you make it. Because, uh, normally it's what 70 uh, 90 sh- minutes a short game for three players which is what we were doing was yeah. like uh, 60 50 minutes about an hour um, and then a full a full game at our size was like an hour and a half I think usually like for every for like a playthrough it'll be like an hour to two hours yeah you know depending on how on how much time you want to take and how many people are playing with you so it's it, I mean that's that's where that's where the replayability comes in you know there's so so many different paths to choose from with each character you know, and there's just a lot of different randomness that happens with the with the stats. That's where like some RPG stuff comes in. It's like a personality test in a video game. <laughs> I guess yeah. basically, yeah. 
And yeah, so overall, really fun game. If you haven't played or heard of Monster Prom and after this episode you want to give it a try, it is a it is very not expensive game. The If you want to get just the first term without DLC, it's only like $12, $13. Um, and then the entire thing, the entire thing is like 12, 13 bucks with DLC, uh, with the DLC, the DLC is like three, four, uh, three to five bucks. Oh, so it's like a $10 games. Yeah. It's less than $20 for the entire experience. Oh, okay. So, and then then like a little more than $10 for the just basic experience, which is still plenty great because you get six characters, not eight. Yeah. But um, but that's still plenty, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It adds to that more competitive nature to the game because there's less people for people to go with. You said about 10 bucks. Um, ten, uh, like twelve dollars. That's that's that sounds right. I I'd pay that much for this game. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's definitely. I would say it's definitely worth it because it's it's right. a part. It, the biggest thing about it, it's a party game. Yeah, and while you can play it by yourself and enjoy it, especially if you enjoy the comedy of the game, mm-hmm. it is a lot a lot of fun to play with your friends. If you're all it just, is. if you all choose the voice the characters it. and be goofy with it. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever run this game and. The only time I've run this game and had somebody not enjoy it was somebody who was very, very... Uh, Sensitive. Very PG in life. Or not not oh. necessarily PG in life. They were very... They weren't really into the absurdist, mature comedy that it had. Whatever. Which is, which is fair. Whatever, okay. But a lot of people... I think a, everybody else I've hosted the game for really, really loved this game. I think you've got to take some things with a grain of salt, you know? Yeah, of course. And uh, if you... I, everybody I knew who entered this game, looking at it with a grain of salt, ended up enjoying it. My brother is one of the people who, like, very much is grain of salt when he enters a game. Mm. Like the game, and this is an indie game. He rarely ever plays indie games, mm-hmm. so this was like indie games are great. Indie games indie. are are like the prime example of hidden gems. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, but overall, uh, just really fun experience. Really cheap. Experience. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I loved it. it. I would definitely recommend. This is one of my favorite games to play with friends. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is that in the beginning when you choose your characters, there's, like, the pronoun out, uh, option. Oh, I love right. that. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's really big as well. You can choose that's between a nice, he, that's she, like they. Nice, that's, um, that's a nice touch. Oh, huge. Do so you get to choose your name, he, she, they. What kind of monster you were. I was, like, a Franken girl. Yeah, uh, yeah, you like a Frankenstein's monster type girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a zombie. I go with the same guy every time. He's voiced by ProZD. Um, I was the embodiment of fear, I guess. He yeah. looked like a puppet to me. He looked like I always thought it was a golem, like those right. little statues. That I I liked him because he had like a little dude on his shoulder. Yeah, he has this little like tiny little he was rock like, dude on. Oi, his, you know, <laughs> in class he goes and raises. His yeah, hand. yeah. Uh, so good. All really. the characters are brilliantly designed and written. Apparently, Love there's it. a game called Monster Prom Reverse, and I could be wrong on this, but I saw something on a forum about it where it's the opposite. And it's a uh, you got to break up with your <laughs> significant other. That's what it is. You don't you take gotta, them to prom. You got to be single no, by you, prom. You go for you go for the playable characters because the playable characters actually oh. all have their own personalities as well. Sure. Um, just obviously that you don't get those personalities when you're playing. Sure. But when you, I guess this monster prom reverse, which I haven't looked up, so I could be wrong about. I don't know if it's a thing. Mm. Um, but they, I do know, like canon wise, all the playable characters have their own personalities as well. Right. Okay. That's cool. Um. But yeah, it's it's such a great game, and I love it. Um, yeah, produced by Jesse Cox, he is hilarious on his own right. Um, and again, with talent like Nate wants to battle Christina V, it's this is that's a recipe for success in my opinion. <laughs> well, they did just voice some characters. I'm just saying. Re- real credit to the writers. I'm just saying. Yeah, the writers: uh, Julian Quijano, Corey O'Brien, Maggie Herskowitz. Good job. Good job, guys. Yeah, and good job to the proofreaders. I only saw one mistake in, our, in my entire time playing this game, and that was, like, the time we were playing. 
that's it. Yeah, I, I was reading that bit, and I'm like, wait a second, that doesn't make sense. Is we will we something something something? I'm like, what? What? Anyways, regardless, I had a great time. I had wonderful time. Me too. And yeah, I mean, if you want to spend Halloween with with your significant other, and you want to like, or just with your friends, and you want to have a good time. Boom. Throw a go. monster prom. Yeah. Throw a monster prom. Well, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Please let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show. Uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Follow us. Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Do all that good stuff. And we'll catch you on the next one. They went to prom. They did the monster prom. They went to prom. It was a graveyard prom. The monster prom. It caught on in a prom. The monster prom. They play the monster prom. <laughs> <laughs>